world and welcome to Gridiron Gamble, the only podcast that puts its money where its mouth is. We are the collective and we are back for the 2016-2017 NFL season. If you didn't join us last season as we tried to win unsuccessfully, I might add, the Super Contest, we are back. Our $1,500 is in the Westgate somewhere in some back hall. They're taking 8% of it this year, which uh, Jay Cornegay and the team at Westgate, you've done an amazing job over the last four decades with this contest. But 8%, man, that's a big jump real quick. But uh, I guess uh, I guess you got to collect your monies. Uh, according to Jay, they are on a record pace of entries right now. They're currently ahead of pace by 200. So the contest is likely to get to 2,000 entries and I am of course joined by the collective Brett Colson, Mo Nuwara, and Donnie Peters. I know Donnie's especially happy because he has not spoken into a microphone in a couple of of, of weeks now. And he was up at five thirty AM Pacific time, ready to fire off. How you doing, DP? I'm great. I was waiting to see if you were gonna give me my DP nickname because you didn't in the intro there. No, I had to I had to go government. Because this may be the Go first. Go government. Is that because I'm now corporate? Yes, because this is? you're a okay. fellow corporate individual. And because this might be the first time uh, people are hearing us. Um, you might be hearing us on gridirongamble.com. If so, welcome. Uh, you could be hearing us on iTunes or your favorite podcatcher. I invite you to subscribe to the podcast and also visit the website because you'll see our individual picks, uh, our pizza bets. If you do not remember, we bet pies here on the podcast and uh, all that good stuff will be available there mo how are you doing buddy the resident moose himself tired got moose last night <laughs> what happened give us a quick synopsis M- moose took me to the woodshed on that uh, yanks royals game You ready for a lead after I beat the market by like 40 cents? You ready to uh ready to tear your hair out this season when we uh, don't abide by penny leans at all times? Yeah, I can't wait to uh lose the rest of my hair. We don't have much left. <laughs> Need most top 5. And Brett, Brett, who's going to be your team this year? You were on the Broncos early last year. Broncos D, that was your calling card. They ended up winning the Super Bowl. Uh this is a futures podcast that we're kicking things off with. Is there a team you're falling in love with? Yeah, there's a team I am fully in love with, and I hope they win the Super Bowl because they are a long shot. So I guess we will. That's a bit of a teaser here, I guess, because that's that'll be my theme for this pod is, is this team that I, I like a lot. All right, I like themes. And this is a futures pod. I've asked each member of the collective to look at the Vegas win totals and give us one team that's going to go under, one team that's going to go over, and a Super Bowl bet. Now, when my fellow colleagues and myself give out our picks for this podcast, it doesn't necessarily mean that we think the team is great or bad or that they're going to, in fact, be standing uh, on the podium with confetti falling down them and the Lombardi Trophy in the owner's hand. It just means we like the value in the number as much as we do the team. Because at this point, with the totals, the totals have been out there since the spring, so since the schedule was released. Um, so these lines have been bet so frequently that the value is in where the line is right now. Because let's say the win total might be eight and a half, but all the sharp action is on the under. You got to pay a pretty penny in order to join them on the under. So I'm interested to see where you all will go, and let's transition right into. Uh, our teams that we are betting the under on. And we'll start with theme, man. I'm excited for the theme. Brett, you are up first. Uh, Give us a team that you like betting the under on their win total. I am going to go with the Washington Redskins. Uh, Total seven and a half wins. This is just too high. Uh, We're definitely buying some of the wins that the Skins racked up late last season. They went six and two in the second half of the year against a terrible schedule in a bad division uh, and they beat up on some really bad teams during that stretch uh dallas new orleans uh, new orleans uh 
Philly was playing for nothing there at the end of the year. I mean, just awful teams. Chicago, Buffalo was also playing for nothing there at the end. So those are wins that I am not paying for this year. I, I think the under is rock solid. This offense is pathetic. Kirk Cousins, not a QB, not a good QB. Uh, just got paid, doesn't have the contract to play for this year. There is zero running game here. Something called Matt Jones is leading the running attack. And despite getting run all over on defense last year, they made no improvements to the front seven. They did add Josh Norman. That's a huge upgrade there in the secondary, but it's, you just don't, you don't know what's going to happen in this division. I mean, obviously the Redskins could could go ahead and win the division again. You just don't know, but I, I don't like this team at all. And I refuse to buy those wins that they, they won last year when they had no business being the play in the playoffs. The win total is seven and a half and the under you're actually getting some juice back plus one Oh five on the under the over is sitting at minus one twenty three. Uh, the NFC East plays the NFC North and the drum roll please NFC, excuse me, NFC and AFC North. Um, and yeah, I'm not a big Kirk Cousins supporter either. From a fantasy perspective, yeah, might as well YOLO get them in your lineup. Uh, but they seemed like a fish on a heater at the end of the season last year. And when uh, the lights shone brightest in the playoffs, they uh, they eventually shit the bed. Smoked. And got destroyed by the Packers. Another wrinkle I want to mention is that all of our members of the collective are going to be exposed on this podcast. Not exposed, but... Uh, in danger because whatever pick you give, you have to accept a pizza bet um, at even money from your colleagues. So, uh, Mo, Donnie, do either of you want the over on seven and a half wins? Well, hold yeah. on. What if there's I'll, juice? I'll, I'll take it. We're, we'll just do even. Donnie's going to take every bet. No, I'm, ta- I'm taking the. I like the over on Washington. Because how do you do plus 105 pizza, Mo? Is that like. No, get- I mean, some of these totals are like minus 170. Mo, let's just stick to even money, okay? Come just, on. You don't have to take the bet then. Yeah, it just makes it confusing, Mo. Unless, we, or unless we're throwing personal pans out there. <laughs> Larges and personal pans. So you're taking uh, the Redskins, or the, the Washington professional football team. I hate saying that goddamn team name. Uh, why, Donnie? Just, um, just I just firing? I, I like a lot of their matchups at home. Um, yeah, and part of it's firing. I mean, let's just be serious here. I'm going to fire a lot. I didn't uh, garner the nickname Papa Don last year for nothing. <laughs> so uh, let's go. They do, uh, they do open up against the Steelers, which is a benefit to them. Because Le'Veon Bell will not be in the lineup. How bad do the Jets run? Let me just get on my my, my soapbox here for a second. Yo, that schedule is a joke. We like, have it like ridiculously hard. We have a joke schedule, and we play the Steelers, the Browns, and the Patriots twice. Steelers, Browns, Patriots twice. All teams affected by a very key suspension, and we get neither of them, none of them. During that, well, if you suspension. can't beat the Browns at full strength, just pack it in. Browns might be lit this year. Have you have you watched Bobby Three Sticks? That five point five win total screams lit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mo, we'll keep it with you. Who is going under their season win total? Uh, the team that really stood out to me for an under is the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, the line. <clears throat> the line for Baltimore is, I believe it's eight. Double check here. Yes, it is eight. And you are getting a nice price there. Plus 115 on Pinnacle right now to get the under. Uh, look at the skill positions for this team. They are so lacking right now. Kamar Aiken is their best receiver. Uh, bless his heart. Fantasy asset. Not so big of an asset if he's your WR1. Yeah. Uh, they have a million injuries at tight end and wide receiver. Uh, Brashad Perriman, I'm still not even sure that guy's a real player. I think he could be just something they made up because he's never stepped on a field. I don't even know if he stepped on a practice field. And me, I have, I've, I don't watch college. I don't know if the per, I don't know if Brashad Perriman actually exists. 
or if he's just a, yeah. a fabricated this is name. Unconfirmed. He's and just a Jane Doe. They're they have a bunch of injuries at tight end. <clears throat> they loaded up on all these tight ends, and it looks like it's right back to Crockett Gilmore with people hurt. Uh, <clears throat> last year they had a strong pass protection. Uh, football Outsiders rated their line number two in pass pro. <clears throat> but this year they are starting on Joe Flacco's blind side. Two rookies, according to the depth chart I'm looking at. One of them was their first rounder at left tackle. The other one is Alex Lewis, part of a Husker, a mediocre Husker. He did. He was not that great at, at Nebraska. They took him in the fourth round, and he is projected to be their starting left guard. Uh, I don't hate their defense at all. It actually looks pretty good, but this offense just looks so bad. And I'm just not a believer in Flacco with two rooks on his blind side, especially. Uh, Cincy and Pitt, because of that division, make up a quarter of their schedule. I would be surprised if they won more than eight games. So at plus money, I love the Ravens under. And you said plus 115 there on under eight wins. Over is minus 134. And you know what? I'm putting a pizza on the over. I'm not impressed by the majority of the NFC North. I think Pittsburgh is actually a very mediocre football team. Uh, I hate their depth on offense as well. Uh, after Antonio Bryant, uh, to- Antonio Bryant, Antonio Brown, you have crickets. They've tried so hard to get Sammy Coach ready for the season, and every time he stepped onto a football field, he's looked like bleh. So now they have something Eli Rogers that is now becoming a fantasy darling, even though he stands at like 5'10 and a buck 20 soaking wet. Uh, they don't start the season with Le'Veon Bell. And again, fantasy communities ready to just plug in the second oldest running back in the NFL in D'Angelo Williams and get instant production where he could just step on a football field this year and just fall apart. Um, so wait, I, wait, 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 he, not, not best shape of his life. I mean, he, he probably he's is. At, he's good at football though. He's probably in the best shape of his life. But when you get up in age, uh, especially where he, I mean, second oldest running back in the league, you can't just plug him in and expect production. So I, 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 we see a lot of things go wrong, right? We go into the football season, sunshine and roses, but, and we don't remember that it's a bloodbath once the games really start. And the Steelers are a couple of injuries away from being of like a, I don't know, a five and eleven team. I think. So. Yeah, I agree with you about about the Steelers. I think they're being way overhyped given what they've lost here. But I still I don't have the trust in the Ravens. I can't. No, I can't do it. I ride. I, like I don't think they, I don't think they can win. Yeah, I yeah ri- me too. I ride or die with Ozzy Newsom and and Harbaugh. Like, I just, they've got a Belichickian vibe to me, so I'm always just going to trust them. At some point, you need, like, good, healthy yeah. football players yeah. on the field, though. Professional That's football just, yeah. players. Yeah, that, professional. Yeah, that offense is just so bad. Donnie, you taking the over on, I know you love the Ravens, being a Patriots fan. No, I do not love the Ravens. I, I will say that um, while I don't love the Ravens this year, uh it wouldn't surprise me if they did meet their win total just because it's the Ravens and I feel like they have a good front office and they're coached decently, so they could make it happen. Um, and Flacco has shown flashes at times uh, in some big games and big spots. But overall, I'm down on them, so no. All right. Well, then who's going under their win total, Papa Don? Uh, I went with the Tennessee Titans. Um, so I just think this team is... I like so I like a lot of their talent on this team. I like a lot of their roster. Problem is, is I think I like it much more in three years than I do this year. Um, a lot of their guys are still really young. They're still in the development stage. Um, I think they have a tough schedule uh, for where I put their skill level. And I also think that uh, a lot of the games that they could potentially win are actually road games. And I don't think that fares too well for them. Uh, you're getting a good price on this, which I also like. Um, I had a had a few uh, unders that I was uh, toying with, but with the plus one fifty five, um, I think you're getting a good price there as opposed to the other ones uh, in comparison. Uh, the only thing that makes me a little bit reluctant to just back up the Brinks truck would be the fact that it is a, in an over under of five and a half. So you have 
less wiggle room, but I mean, I just, I don't see them at getting to five wins. I just don't, not with this team. And I'm not a big fan of Mike Malarkey at all. He's just going to screw it up in many ways all season long. Action, heavy action on the over at minus 183. DP is getting plus 155 on the under. And I tend to agree with DP's line of thinking here. Although the AFC South is a bit of a horror show, um, and now that Teddy Bridgewater is gone, it makes that Vikings game a bit easier for Tennessee as they play the NFC North. The Titans suck on defense. (laughs) That's one thing I think uh, casual football fans... Uh, don't pay attention to as much. It's I, I get why people don't pay attention to interior linemen because they're harder to measure and you don't really know who's playing well because you don't know the plays. So you're just going on other people, PFF and football outsiders. They tell you that a line's great and you just got to take it for face value because you don't know how to empirically measure it yourself. But their defense is horrific. And so far in the preseason, uh, or at least through their first two games, they gave up perfect quarterback ratings. Uh, to their opposing starting quarterbacks. So you're expecting the Colts to bounce back a little bit. Uh, Everyone's expecting the Jaguars to take some sort of step. How big a step? I don't know. So, and I don't like the quarterback as much as everybody else. I think Mariota is a nice prospect, but I've been on team Winston since the jump. So I'm kind of with DP. Anybody want to put a pizza on the over? I'm looking at the schedule right now. You're a, Mar- got some you're a Mariota truther, aren't you? Yeah, I do like Mariota. I'm looking hit the defense is so bad. I'm looking at the schedule now. They've got some winnable games early, but they will probably close the season 0-8. They're a team that this is built is for po- it's so weird. They're a team that offensively they've they're built for positive game scripts, right? This exotic smash mouth. They want to get right. a lead and keep a lead. We, you got to get a lead first. Yeah, they. Yeah, how often is that going to happen? Maybe Cleveland, right? So they could win that opening game. They're a team. Minnesota. They're a team that's going to look great on first and second down, and then on third and five, third and six, third and seven. Uh, please God, Tajay Sharp, get open. Like, right. And when you're when you're praying for Tajay Sharp yeah. to be that third down guy, good luck. Right. Good luck. No, you These take... really small win totals, though, are really difficult to win unders on. Yeah, I mean, the variance, yeah. It's just really tough. Uh, I, I I, think I heard somewhere that if you blanket bet anything like over 7.5 and, and under 9.5 uh, or something, th- those are like winners. But So, yeah, I, I don't think... I, I looked at Tennessee for an over, actually, but I couldn't convince myself. Yeah, there's just not enough. Uh, the, the second half of the schedule is so brutal. Pizza or nah, bro? Not well, for I mean, me. it's minus 200. I'm not going to do that to somebody. <laughs> All right, so DP's Titans under gets through clean. My under is a team that, when talked about at one point last season on the podcast, brought great joy to the program. It was our first veto of the season, and it was a veto that was also a lone wolf. Nobody had selected this team to win except for yours truly. They were, I believe, three-point favorites at home against the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, I loved them at the time. It was early on in the season, maybe the first quarter of the season. And there's just something about the Carolina Panthers that I thought... This team is playing really well on both sides of the ball. I've always thought that Cam Newton was a top five quarterback in the league, not just for the passing, but because of what he does to a defense with his ability to run, read option, and run, and especially in the red zone where he's just a nightmare for defenses. But I'm going to take the under on 10.5 wins by the Panthers, and that is now sitting at minus 131. Seven of the Panthers' 15 wins last year came in one-possession ball games, and I'm trying to do the quick math right here, but it looks like four of those were by four points or less. So we know the variance in football. If a couple bounces go one way or the other, those games could change dramatically in terms of outcome. I love the fact that Calvin Benjamin is back. 
for that team. I think it's great that they can uh, bolster their passing game a little more because you can't expect Ted Ginn Jr. to have the same kind of output as he did last year, nor Philly Brown, uh, who I don't even believe is on the roster anymore. But my biggest concern comes on the other side of the ball where Brett noted earlier that Josh Norman is in D.C., and the Panthers are starting two rookies at cornerback, Daryl Worley and James Bradbury. Now, I know their calling card is in the front seven, and it's an amazing front seven at that, with Charles Johnson, Star Lutilele, Coney Ely, Kwan Short, Shaq Thompson, Luke Keekley, Thomas Davis. Like, they're a nightmare up front. But something James Bradbury and something Daryl Worley... There are ways to stymie a front seven and a pass rush. And if you're expecting those two guys to hold up the most important part of your defense in a passing league, uh, in a passing league where you have to play Drew Brees twice and Matt Ryan twice and Jameis Winston and a vertical Tampa Bay team twice. Uh, I'm, I'm not shaking a- in my boots at the prospect of playing Matt Ryan twice. <laughs> I mean, I'm shaking my boots with James Bradbury guarding Julio Jones. Uh, I I just I don't like that they didn't even try to replace Josh Norman. And everyone's calling Josh Norman a system guy. I, I, I don't know about that. I think he's a pretty damn good football player. So can they go 10 and 6? Of course. But I don't think this is a 12 and 14, 13 and 3 football team. Under on the Panthers. Any pizzas? Under I like that one. I I originally had that one as my pick, but uh, then I fell in love with the Redskins. So. Mo, you love scam. Under. <laughs> DP. I mean, I think Carolina's coming back to earth, but I think it's I think it's too close for comfort to take a pizza bit on it. But I'm I'm slightly under. But I wouldn't be surprised if they were slightly over as well. Last year, we saw. I I feel like we saw peak Carolina last year. I oh, mean, for sure. that has to be peak Cam too. So I mean, everything's got to come downhill a little bit for them. I mean, the only thing Love is the, for, the only thing for me is that it could it could come down, but still be eleven wins, which is why I just wouldn't bet it. But yeah, I'm I'm with you. If I w- had to put a money on it, had you know, gun to my head, it's the under. All right. So Donnie has Washington under. Uh, under oh sorry nope not me you're already screwing up I am already screwing up because you've got a pizza on the over of seven and a half wins Brett has Washington under seven and a half Mo has Baltimore under eight Donnie has Tennessee under five and a half and I've got Carolina under ten and a half time for every fish's dream time to bet some overs <laughs> And Donnie, we're going in reverse order, so you are up first. Who's going over uh, their season win total? I'm gonna first. I want to preface this by saying that I this might be the team. When Brett earlier was talking about a team that he really loves, this is the team I really love. And so, and I would, I'm gonna guess that he and I have the same team, but Brett can let me know. Uh, I like Oakland over eight and a half. I like it a lot. Um, I think that Oakland is going to really be a good team this year. I like them on all sides of the ball. Um, I, I don't think they really got too much worse anywhere, and I think that they're a young team that's only going to get better. Uh, I think over 8.5 is too low. Um, I like the price. Uh, you know, it's uh, minus 103. Last time I checked. So, yeah, I mean, I just I can't not go over. I think, I think their schedule favors – uh, a very, very hot start. Um, I think they're going to, you know, be able to pull out some tough games. Uh, I have them starting five and zero, and then they could have a little bit of an iffy game against KC, but I think they're going to be able to edge that one out too. Um, I know Mo won't like that one, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, I can't not take the over on Oakland, uh, where I had them and where their win total is at. So Lock it in. Bolstered the offensive line with Osemele, brought in Sean Smith, Bruce Irvin. Mo, I know you're a, a car guy already. Yeah, I'm the Oakland truther. I don't yeah. know who what he's talking about. Kurt. But Donnie's making me second guess. If Donnie loves Oakland, then I'm not <laughs> <laughs> I will say that the one thing that could backfire against Oakland 
um, is that they have five East Coast 1 p.m. games. West Coast traveling East Coast, that's normally not that good. Wow, that's gross. Uh, yeah, that's that's pretty crazy. Whereas, like, I think someone like Seattle has one East Coast 1 p.m. game. So I think that's against the Jets, ironically enough. Our only soft schedule game is against the fucking Seattle Seahawks. There you go. But, yeah, I mean, that's the one thing that I think could, could backfire, but, you know, we'll see what happens. Anybody want a pizza on the under? Brett, did he steal your thunder? No. But I do I like, like Oakland, so I don't, don't want to touch that one. And I think uh, that line's pretty fair. Well, you're also a Chefs fan, so. Nothing? No. <laughs> No, oh, Mo has Mo has no comment. All right, Mo, give us an over then. <laughs> I like Brett's Detroit Lions. Uh, over seven, and the juice was minus one twenty one when I was doing my prep. Uh, looking over their schedule, it's about as friendly as it gets. They drew the two weakest divisions in football the AFC South and the NFC East. Plus uh, they get putrid LA as their like wild card ish game. And then also now the Vikings don't have Teddy Bridgewater, but somehow the total is seven here. Uh, Stafford, you know, I know Calvin is gone, but he still has some weapons adding Marvin, Marvin Jones and, Amir hopefully not fumbling as much this year. Heart of a Husker. Uh, they drafted a left tackle to help in the first round to help shore up what was a pretty putrid O-line last year. They especially could not run block. Uh, the defense should be serviceable again. They were middle of the pack last year. Uh, seven just seems low for an overall like average-ish solid team with a really soft schedule. Love it. Plus uh, a minus 121 on the over. It sounds like Brett is not <laughs> taking the under. What about you, DP? No, not taking the under on this one. Mo basically laid out the, the argument for, for my over. So I'm just going to piggyback real quick and just throw mine out there. Uh, the line is not readily available. We're getting these off of Pinnacle, but I've searched the internet, and on some weird website I found... Uh, a win total of 11 for the Green Bay Packers. And yeah, I'll be the square that bets the over on 11. SpongeBob SquarePants, two fingers pointed at me. As Mo said, they get the two easiest divisions in football in the AFC South and the NFC East. No Teddy Bridgewater, so the road game in Minnesota becomes infinitely easier. And since they did not finish in first place in the NFC North last year, ho-hum, uh, they get to play in the NFC South, whoever finished second instead of Carolina. I don't know who finished second. Don't really give a damn, but it's not the Panthers. So that's another additional game that is a ton easier. So I looking through the, the Packers schedule, I ran through it with Brett and Moe before the baseball podcast yesterday. I mean, 16-0 and is not... There's a 2% chance that they go 16-0. and it is so soft. <laughs> what is this schedule? I looked at the schedule last night. I know you brought it up to me, citing when you talked to Brett and Mo, and then I looked at it last night. And what is this? It's this a, is a this is a JV league. It's it's AFC AFC South, NFC East, and NFC North, bro. It's <laughs> and and an NFC North that has a horrible Bears team, uh, a Teddy Bridgewater less Vikings team, and a I don't know, uh, mediocre at best Lions team. So, barring catastrophic injury, because that's really that's really what curtailed the season last year for the Packers. And despite all the offensive line injuries, Balaga and all these guys got hurt. Uh, the Pack were still a weird tipped pass away from playing in the NFC Championship game. I don't think people remember that horrible Carson Palmer throw in the fourth quarter. Uh, of divisional weekend that got tipped by two guys and just falls into Michael Floyd's lap in the end zone. Uh, yeah, they were also a Hail Mary away from not ever being at that point. 
Well, that was before. This was the Michael Thomas play was before the Hail Mary. So yeah, yeah but earlier they had well, two the, Hail Marys. The Lions, the yeah, correct. The Lions Hail Mary. And uh, oh, by the way, Aaron Rodgers, greatest quarterback to ever play professional football. So love having that guy. Mo, how much of a square am I? No, I fired Packers over last year because I was looking over things. And uh, if Aaron Rodgers is your quarterback, you're just blanket almost guaranteed 11 wins. And this, I mean, the schedule is broken. <laughs> yeah, if you didn't point, point the schedule out to me before, I would probably place a bet on this. But, my God, this schedule is a joke. <laughs> I had to struggle to find games that they would lose. That's what I mean. I like like I looked at like week thirteen, I was like, okay, maybe Houston because it's they're looking ahead to Seattle already. Like I you know, I was like, I can't even like I'm making stuff up in my head with how they should lose games because this schedule is a fucking joke. Home to Seattle is their hardest game by far. That's what I mean. That's the only kind of reason I was like iffy on the Houston game. I'm like, okay, they could just it could be a trap game. Like they're looking ahead to home versus Seattle. It's going to be a big game. You know, two top teams in the NFC. Maybe they blow that game just looking ahead. But I mean, even that game, it's Houston in the in in Lambeau Field. So I'm guessing nobody's going to take the under. Not unless the under was 16. <laughs> All right, time for story time, Brett. Who's your over? Well, Donnie just brought up Houston. That that is my squad this year. Houston Texans, eight and a half wins. That is a clown line. This team upgraded everywhere in the offseason. Quarterback, I mean, is Brock better than Brian Hoyer? I'm pretty comfortable saying that the Brocket launcher will be better than Brian Hoyer. That's obviously yet to be seen. This guy's played, what, seven games at quarterback. But everywhere else, starting with Lamar Miller, should be as fresh as any running back in the league after being underutilized in Miami for two seasons. All he did was grade in the top six at the position each of the past two years, according to Pro Football Focus. That's a massive improvement over the scrubs they were pulling off the street to carry the football last year. One thing for sure, Osweiler's going to have weapons this year. They drafted Will Fuller and Braxton Miller. They're going to compete for the job next to DeAndre Hopkins. I am a huge Fuller fan. He's a tremendous deep threat. He's going to help spread the field. Uh, for Hopkins and Miller this season. Offensive line improved. They bolstered it up with the uh, with the addition of Nick Martin, another Notre Dame kid. He's the brother of Zach Martin for the Cowboys. I like this unit a lot. I think they could be in the top 10 in the league. And then the defense. Really, no question marks here. They were great last year, one of the best front sevens in football, led by J.J. Watt. They need Jadavion Clowney to stay healthy. That guy just eats up run plays and will be a huge factor in their success. If he can't stay healthy, uh, this team has no shot. But I like the secondary, too, here. Uh, Jonathan Joseph, really underrated. Uh, Cream Jackson, also excellent back there. And that the rookie, Kevin Johnson, I think will be a very, very good uh, cornerback in this league. So defensively, I think this is a top-five unit in football. I think the offense is going to be much improved. They play in the weakest division in football I think 8.5 wins is as close to a lock as you will find. Is 99 playing? Is, is he playing? Is he playing yeah. football? Is he not playing football? Yeah, I I don't think he was starting week one. I'm I'm afraid about the Watt thing. You know, we're seeing it with Charles right now. We don't get a lot of information. We we pencil him in, and then there's a report fly, flying around today. That, uh, quote, Jamal Charles certainly won't start in week one. It's like, wait, what? <laughs> so, I don't know. 99's dealing with the with an injury. And without him, I mean, he that Texans defense runs through him. Creating pressure up front right. is pretty mandatory. Like you said about Clowney. Uh, I, I love Clowney. Um, and I really hope he takes the next step. And if he does, then that team's just going to be unfair. But I'm afraid about 99. And I don't like Brock. Osweiler. I don't know. He's, he's so bad. He's an upgrade over Hoyer. We don't know what he is yet, though. I mean, we he watched him play. passes into <laughs> linebackers' gullets. We watched year. him play with Demarius Thomas, Emmanuel Sanders, and backed up by one of the greatest defenses in NFL history. If it doesn't get, it's never going to get easier than that. Than that for that kid in the NFL. 
he had it handed to him on a silver platter, and he played meh. Anybody Still an upgrade? Anybody want the under on Houston? Mm, crickets. I don't have a strong opinion either way. On yeah, this I don't game, have. But... I don't. I don't have a big lean either, to be honest. So I guess that transitions us nicely into our Super Bowl winners. If I could hit the button. There we go. Shaking the cobwebs off. It is preseason for Gridiron Gamble as well. Brett, what are the odds that the Houston Texans win the Super Bowl? Yeah, I think you can get them between 30 and 40 to 1, depending on the book you look at. I love my long shots, but I also love value. I think there's great value here with the Texans. Obviously a very... Uh, high variance pick here because of Osweiler and yeah, if JJ Watt and Clowney can't stay healthy. They have zero chance, but I think that line is fair given how bad this division is. Obviously that increases their likelihood of making the playoffs. Just like last year, uh, they went eight and eight and got a playoff bid that combined with the improvements they've made to the squad. I think, I mean, I think this, it's a team could a team that could win 10, 11 games, get into the playoffs. And then, I mean, you just, there's so much variance in football. You play one game to advance, and you just never know. I think they have the talent here to get to the Super Bowl. That's really all I'm looking for in a 30, 35, 40 to 1 long shot. So are they going to win the Super Bowl? Probably not. But I think at 40 to 1, if you can find 40 to 1 on this team, I think that is tremendous value. Especially because the Colts aren't a good football team. No. <laughs> can we stop? Can we stop just assuming that oh Andrew Luck's back at quarterback that the Colts are good at football I feel so bad for Andrew Luck they've got a they got a six I really and, do they have a six and ten roster with a pretty good quarterback I don't even know if Andrew Luck's good yet to be honest but that's why I feel bad for him is the coach in the front office are just completely destroying everything but is he good? Remember when, remember when Chuck Pagano was was on the verge of getting fired and then all of a sudden was signed this this extension because what's-his-face decided to pop more pills? I mean, what the fuck is going on over there? Gun to your head. You have to select one of these two quarterbacks and they will be your starter uh, for the rest of their careers. Are you taking Derek Carr or Andrew Luck? Luck. Luck. Gotta take Luck. I think luck, but, but if I... Think I, it's I, a lot, if you, I think it's a lot if you closer. you take Luck... And I take Carr. I'm not that upset. I think it's a lot closer than you guys think. Uh, do either of you have Winston or Mariota over Luck? No. All oh. right. Mo, who's winning the Super Bowl? I went with Oakland here. I already talked about how much I like Oakland. They are 30-1-ish. to 1-ish. When did you talk about how much you like Oakland? Because when I brought up Oakland, you shot them down, and then Rich said you can't shoot them down because you're a Chiefs fan. Mo was driving the Oakland bus last year. Yeah, last year and then preseason this year. I already told these guys. I really like the Raiders. When I was looking, this future really jumped out to me. They're only plus 300 to win the division, and they've got an 8.5 win total. So, I mean, the market clearly believes this is a pretty solid team. Uh, I love... Derek Carr, I love Khalil Mack a lot. He is an elite player. Uh, realistically, this team is probably still a year or two away from that kind of contention. But this is still a pretty good price for a team that has a decent shot to get into the playoffs. Um, I mean, there's there's no runaway team in, in that AFC West. I mean, you have the Super Bowl champs in there, so it's weird to say, but... They're breaking in a new quarterback. Uh, the Chiefs are just solid and above average. Um, the Chargers are the worst of the bunch, but still not that bad. So, I mean, it's a, it's a wide-open division. And if Carr continues to improve at the rate he looks like he's improving, uh, they could do big things. No chefs 20-1, to 1, Mo? I don't mind Chiefs either. Well, Andy Reid's still the coach. It's not possible for them to win the Super Bowl. <laughs> DP, who's winning the Lombardi? I got Oakland as well. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I just I like like earlier. I I like them. Um, a lot of things that Mo said, I echo. 
and, and I like the price at 30 to one, uh, slightly worse than Brett's Houston Texans, but I think their chances versus the Houston Texans on winning the Super Bowl are a bit better. Um, obviously the safe bet, if you're asking me, is the New England Patriots, but I'm going to go with the the money here and where I want to see the biggest return for actually having a shot, and that's the Oakland Raiders. And that's why I'm taking the drum roll, please. New York Jets. No, you're not. Stop. 50 to 1. 50 to 1 on the Jets. I like how we all picked AFC teams, though. Well, here's my, like, if I'm actually, so based upon the premise that we're all looking for value and just trying to get a lottery ticket that has a bit of an edge, that's why I like the Jets at 50 to 1. Kind of like the Chiefs at 21, wish that was a bit higher. Um, like the Packers at 8 to 1, I'm seeing that that's just not enough value for me, even though I think. They're a great team because they're in that NFC. And in the NFC, you got to go through some combination of Carolina, Arizona, Seattle. Who else is in? Uh, uh, that's pesky. Somebody from, the, Bay. somebody from the East that's going to be annoying. In the AFC, all you got to do is beat Maybe the Pats. Dallas. All you got to do is beat the Pats. That's all you got to do in the AFC to get to the Super Bowl is beat the Patriots. That's it. There's no other team that's that's – Stepped away from the pack. There's just a bunch of blah. So is Denver's is Denver going to be that much of a drop off? I mean, they lost their best interior. Everyone talks about quarterback, right? And how big of a transition it is with Peyton Manning and and Brock Osweiler. Uh, but I mean, whatever. Peyton was dead last year. And Brock Osweiler was not a good quarterback. And everyone's just glossing over the fact that Malik Jackson just walked out of town. Their best interior lineman is just playing for the Jaguars now. And that's hard to replace. Do I think the Broncos' defense is going to be horrible? No. But it's certainly going to take some sort of a step back when you take uh, somebody like Malik Jackson just and pluck them out of the lineup. Um, Their win total is 9.5, and, and the under is minus 160. Yeah, that's a harbinger as well that I noticed. Here's the thing for me with Denver. As as bad as Manning was last year, he still fit their roster somewhat because they just needed a guy to go out there and read defenses and make calls and like try not to let disaster happen. Uh, and if there's one thing rookie quarterbacks tend to gravitate to, it's disaster. Trevor Simeon was not even good in college. I mean, so I just think... You know, there's going to be some growing pains there, even if the product on the field for him is he's making better throws. And Sanchez knows a lot about disaster. Sanchez is not going to make the team (laughs) to be able to cause disaster. He looks good in purple, though. So here's my thinking on the Jets. One, I'm a massive homer. Two, after they get through the first six games, which are a shit show, Bengals, Bills, Chiefs, Seahawks, Steelers, Cardinals— absolute shit show if they can get through that unscathed three and three fingers crossed it goes ravens browns dolphins rams okay so that's a nice little stretch pats at home which is um off a bye pats at home off a bye correct colts niners dolphins so if we survive those first six games I think the Jets are in pretty good shape to lock up a playoff so spot. So basically what you're saying is wait till the Jets are 3 and 3 and then and then fire at 100 to 1. It, it, there you go. Or 2 and 4 even and fire at 100 to 1. Because if you get into the tournament, all you got to do is beat the Pats and you're in the Super Bowl. That's how the AFC shakes out. Some weird team is going to be playing the Pats in the AFC Championship game. That that much I know. Cuz the Colts are not a good football team and yeah. I don't think the Broncos can just roll the ball out and repeat what they did last year. Broncos could finish last in that division. They could. They very well could. Not that I think the Chargers are good, but I think they'll be better than they were last year. So I'll take a ticket on the team that has my heart. And that's Gridiron Gamble. You guys ready for the Super Contest lines come out on Tuesday? 
I thought you wanted to fire bold predictions. Yeah, man. Come on. Bold predictions. Oh, I forgot about bold real, predictions. Real quick. Real quick. Go. Go. Brett, you're up. Oh, oh, oh. I thought Brett had something to say before bold predictions. No, 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 no. Let's go. Brett needs to. Bold Brett clearly needs to go. All right. So <laughs> after, after the drum roll, give it to us, Brett. The Detroit Lions will win the NFC North. <laughs> That's amazing. Oh, do we have a bold lot? as fuck? You should bet them on the Super Bowl then. They're like eighty-five to one. <laughs> that is, I know. I don't know if that's bold or just bonkers. And then you got was it Mo? Mo oh, took both. the over on them. It sounds like the stars are aligning. Stars for Stafford. All right, Mo, you're up after the drum roll. Eagles win the NFC East. This is a toss-up division. I think it's going to come down to health, schedules, stuff like that. Peterson, he was solid with the Chiefs. So, you know, I could see him getting things going in Philly. uh, And I could see a narrative forming in Philly where they're playing much harder now that chip is gone. Get out of here on bold. That's not bold. Get out of here on bold. They're like plus 400. Bold. They're predicted they have the worst odds in the division. All right. Okay, I'll give you that. But you didn't really blow my... I'm ready for Donnie to just blow my socks off. Well, it's not going to be blowing your socks off now that I realize the way that this podcast has kind of gone. But uh, I have Denver not making the playoffs. That's my bold prediction. Milk toast. What do you want me to do, man? I want you to be bold. You're the one who you, you told us to do the bold segment, and then you just I think, yeah. But I think that that's <laughs> pretty bold until we all decided to kind of be on the side of you know Denver's going to come back to earth. I think that's I think that's pretty bold. Cool guys. I also have Oakland starting seven or no, if that's bold. But whatever. There you go. That's see there. That's bold. I like that. You that's guys... it's kind of a combination of the two. Like Oakland's going to start seven and zero. Denver's not going to make the playoffs because they're in the same division. All right, you, you that's guys super bold. You guys ready for bold? How about ten and zero? Give, give us ten and zero. You guys ready for bold? Ten and zero for Oakland. They got to lose somewhere in there. <laughs> hit, me, hit me with bold. Jeremy Curley will lead the NFL in catches. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> That's Who, amazing. Who's playing receiver? You might receiver? be able to get 1,000 to 1 on that one. Who's playing receiver in San Francisco? R.I.P. Bruce Ellington. Who's we, playing quarterback? We know Torrey Smith's not a volume guy. You don't have to be good to, to, to throw slant routes to Jeremy Curley. 120? No. 1,008? You don't think Vance McDonald is going to have more receptions than Jeremy Curley? I will put a pizza on Jeremy Curley receptions over Vance McDonald receptions. But <laughs> is Jeremy Curley even going to see the field? I'll take Vance McDonald there too. All right, book it. DP, oh, you want wow. in here? But I don't even know what a Vance McDonald is, so I'm not. <laughs> Vance McDonald is my that. guy. That's my mega sleeper. <laughs> my mega sleeper. Who's playing Quentin Patton? Something Quentin Patton? Playing receiver, Tory. Yeah, but Tory's not a volume guy. He's gonna have to be. A I, he's guy. still gonna have more receptions than Jeremy Curley. I'll take. I'll put a pizza on Curley over Smith. <laughs> Let's go. I'll, I'll take. I'll take McDonald, Tory Smith, and Sean Jerome more receptions <laughs> yes. than Jeremy Curley. Booked. Booked. All three. Mo, do you want the same? I don't want to take all your pizza money. Come on. Please put please make sure you're oh, writing Smith, down all these. That's not even stuff. fair. I'm trying to give it away. You guys don't yeah. understand how good of a player Jeremy Curley is this and how and, and how yeah, he's you only did. been cut by only been cut by 17 teams the last 3 years. You didn't hear me? I opened a new franchise and Rich is running it. He's actually only been cut once. He was traded to the Niners. It, he that's the same thing. Oh wow, so the Niners love him. He's, the Niners love him it. and Lions their receiver, good. their depth chart is two guys. Tory Smith and something Quentin Patton. It's amazing. So you're telling me I should be looking at something Quentin Patton for a mega sleeper. Wow. <laughs> wow. Are you taking uh are you, are you just Vance McDonald, Mo, or do you want yeah, to get on? I don't that? Tory Smith, that's not even fair. Well, I think it's fair. Alright, I'll take Tory Smith. Sean Drawn? 
I don't know who's playing running back for them, so I don't know. <laughs> All right, so you just have Torrey Smith and Vance McDonald. Tip and running backs. I, I don't trust anything there. Brett's got the Yeah, I mean, well, give me, give me that pass-catching running back in the chip system. Thank you. Last round of your PPR draft. Just draft Jeremy Curley and thank me later. Don't don't do that. <laughs> yeah, that's just a waste. So that is our future. Draft, draft a second kicker. If you might you, as well draft Jerry Rice at that point. Draft a second kicker. Wow. Chad Holloway, ITT. So that was Gridiron Gamble. Uh, you will see all of our picks on gridirongamble.com at some point. We're still working on getting that up. If you visit it now, you'll see a nice little message from the collective. This time next week, we will have our first podcast of the regular season with our week one selections. You can sweat us in the super contest as the collective. Uh, So you'll be able to see the standings on fantasy super contest dot com. I believe that website is getting updated. He's doing that again. Yeah, he tweeted it about. Two months ago, that he said the site will be up Friday. Spoke to him nice. yesterday. Really? He didn't respond to my DM. Yeah, well, you're an asshole. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you must be a Quentin Patton fan. <laughs> yeah, he's probably a Quentin Patton fan. <laughs> so that's he is. He, I think he's from Canada, so he might be a Bills fan. Could be an Argonauts fan, like in that region. If you want to follow these guys on Twitter, we've got at Brett Colson, C-O-L-L-S-O-N, at Mo Nuwara, N-U-W-W-A-R-A-H, at Donnie underscore Peters, and I'm at Rich T. Ryan. Uh, you can also email the show. Uh, we're going to start a very cool contest. We'll talk about it next week. Uh, but if you have any musings, picks, anything you want to send to us, uh, Podcast at gmail.com is where you go. Uh, so we'll see you next week. Happy betting. Football's a couple days away. Cannot wait. See you next week. Peace out. Peace out.